I'm Jen. And I'm Yvonne. And welcome to Good to the Last Bite. We're just two homemakers and best friends answering the daily question, what's for dinner? Wow, what a unique question. Yes, so uncommon. Nobody asked that question. (laughs) Nobody. Join us as we talk about life and the journey to step out of the box. And enjoying it to the last bite. And welcome back to Good to the Last Bite. I'm Yvonne. And I'm Jen. And we're so excited you are here to join us again as we uh, step into the new question. The new. It's not a new question. This is an old question. What am I talking about? The old question that every homemaker and every parent and every everybody asks. What's for dinner? <laughs> so, Jen. <laughs> What's for dinner? Well, tonight my husband and I are going to be eating lamb burgers with Greek salad. But what we're going to be making today specifically is uh, the Greek salad. It's a lot of chopping and a lot. It takes a long time. So, and it's a a recipe that I didn't really know until um, I got married into this family and the idea of the Greek way to do it. Um, So yeah, basically what I'll be making today, but we'll be eating it with lamb burgers Um, that are going to be on fresh pita bread. So that is what's for dinner tonight. Sounds fantastic. You're making me hungry. Oh yeah. It makes me hungry when I cut all these vegetables up, even just doing that. So um, what's in my Greek salad? It's a good question. It's kind of more like a village salad, but Greek salad as well. It really, it's just really depends on who you are. So right now what I have uh, that I put in mine is one uh, cucumber. I use an English cucumber. So that one of those that volume of cucumber <laughs> yeah the long red, the, the long, long cucumbers if you guys yeah. and usually they're it's like a long individually wrapped cucumber individually wrapped there's one, just yeah. the one that's and it's just wrapped. what i use um but that amount of cucumber um one red pepper one red bell pepper um one to two tomatoes basically to have an equal ratio of those three vegetables so that's kind of okay. depends on the kind of tomato you use i like to use the red vine tomatoes they're just Me the too. ones i feel like for a salad they have the most flesh as opposed to like seeds like heirloom tomatoes ha- or a beefsteak tend to have a lot more of that like seed vine flower in the inside if you know what i mean and yeah the red vine tomatoes have more flesh so i just think it's better for it. and i like to scoop the, the seeds out of the tomato so they're the better ones then i use red onion and uh block feta cheese is the one that i use so you get it in the brine as opposed to the right. crumble but that's just a preference for my family um so it'll be those ingredients for the salad as well as salt pepper italian salad dressing with and seasoning of oregano and mint and we'll talk a little bit about that later yeah as we get to that i'm excited about that so right now so. i'm just doing a lot of chopping oh and the red onion is usually a ratio is kind of like oh we'll talk about it later but it's really about half of the ratio to the other one so okay depends on how much you're making right right, uh, right. so right now all i'm doing is uh dicing up my tomatoes uh and then my red pepper and my my cucumber and the red onion with my cucumbers i like to peel them personally and but that's again a preference for my my family uh, my husband and then i like to take the seeds out of them as well like so i cut them into like look like little triangles almost size pieces everything's about that size piece um 
Yeah. So you so you do you cut them fairly small then. Most of your yeah, vegetables. it's 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 pretty small. It's and I like to make them very uniform. Uh, just so it's a nice bite and you get a good mixture of all the flavors at the same time. So that's what I'm working on right now. Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Um, so the, with the tomatoes, though, I guess one thing yeah. you have to be careful with is that if you're using a different kind of tomato than what you have, it brings a lot more moisture content. Yeah. Yeah, and you exactly. don't really want that, like especially if you're making no. a bigger salad to maybe last a couple of days. Nobody wants like soggy salad. So no. I like your <laughs> idea enough. of taking the seeds out and just yeah. having kind of a dryer. Yeah. <laughs> this ratio makes about like I don't know, like you nobody wants to eat like a huge plate of Greek salad. Like it's kind of a side salad or like a small amount because of the strength of feta cheese. Like it's really good flavors, but it can be very filling. So this lasts my husband and I about a week. Um, and that's one week thing that Ivana and I both like to do is not just cook for today, but cook for a few days. Like whenever I cook yeah. any meal, I like to make sure it's not, well, not all the time, but like at least Sometimes if it can get more than one meal out of it, that's, that's very beneficial. So yeah. this makes, gives us a lot. And for your family, which is a family of two, it makes so much <laughs> more sense to, you know, make a bigger batch and kind of just save it. So you're not cooking all the time. For me, while I love the idea of <laughs> cooking a bigger batch and saving it sometimes with my family of four, which granted that's two kids. So a five-year-old and a one-year-old, it's not like they're eating that much, but sometimes it surprises me how much they do eat. And I, I have to be like, Oh shoot, I did not have enough. Like that was not enough food. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that sometimes that happens with us too. I'll be like, Oh, this will probably last us three meals maybe. And then it's like, you get through it and you get through cooking the first day you cook it. And I'm like, Oh, this is not even going to make us one and a half meals just it because it's so work. good. I'm just that good yeah. of a cook, right? Oh, it's so good. She, Jen has talked about this with me before. Um, if you were here for one of our last, or well, actually our first episode, which yeah. happens to be the last episode that we did, um, we talked about how this kind of, this podcast sort of came about because she and I would send video messages to one another during like our quarantine and COVID times and, you know, and literally just, just living in different places too. <laughs> yeah. Just living in two different, two different countries, talking to each other about what we would make. So she's made her Greek salad before. And every time she does, I just I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to have some of this too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's to like, a, you know, um, so my husband, he's, uh, his mom is from Cyprus. She's an immigrant into Canada and moved here when she was a like a young, a young woman. And so when, uh, I met my husband, we started, like, I started learning about a variety of different foods that I didn't really know. Like, I mean, of course I knew what Greek salad was, but I always thought of like the, the veg, like the lettuce version of a Greek salad, where this is more, like I said before, a village salad. And I learned a lot about uh, Cypriot Greek food, and I mean, she makes some amazing things that I oh, have. I'm sorry, what, what, what did you said? Something Greek food. What did you say? Cypriot Greek, because she's from Cyprus, right? Cypriot, Cypriot is the Greek. yeah. Cypriot oh. is the people who are from Cyprus. Cypriot. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, and so like, there's two different um, in the short way. There's like the Turkish influence for, in Cyprus and the Greek influence um so i mean Ooh. 
my mother-in-law is like Greek is her first language and all that thing. So a lot of the food um, is very Greek, but maybe with a little twist in the Cyprus okay, way, okay. in her, her own way as well. And so, um, yeah, uh, my husband started saying, you know, you like, maybe you can make some Greek salad. And he basically shared with me how she makes it. And so I just kind of followed along. Like I would have bought crumbled feta cheese because I'm Canadian and like that very basic <laughs> Canadian white woman and uh and then they're like no 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 buy the block that's in the brine so then you can crumble it and it has more saltiness to it and it, it should be like like more goat cheese as opposed to just cow or like things like that 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 I've so just interesting slowly learned over the time so uh one of the big things is uh is just like making it very uniform is a very big thing and so they like to make it small bites so that's what I do okay I mean yeah. that makes sense I I understand. That's really cool, though. I um speaking of cheese, so Jen introduced me to a type of Greek cheese called halloumi. It's actually a Cyprus Cypriot cheese, but yeah, Cypriot. Oh, excuse me, a Cypriot cheese. So I didn't even know that. Um, but she told me about this one day as we were video chatting, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm making these sandwiches out of this." cheese i'm frying the cheese and i thought you're frying the cheese what are what kind of cheese are you frying thinking um, about like cheddar or something and it just yeah like, melts completely yeah yeah and so she said oh it's halloumi cheese i was like how what mm. i've never heard of this <laughs> so um the the funny part is that we where i live about 45 minutes from where i live we have this huge grocery store that has sort of like a regular american style grocery store but then they have an additional side that is just this massive international market oh and it's so amazing yes, i've been there with and, you right yeah yes yeah you've been there with me when she came and visited we went there and we were just so in awe because oh yeah it was just both of us have rather an international background and so going to this store and seeing all these things that we used to know, we were just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So um, one time when I went with my husband, I happened to be in the Greek section of the cheese. Like they have countries, they have countries <laughs> and it's their cheeses are in the countries. So I found the Greek cheese and I saw halloumi and I was like, yes, this is awesome. I was so excited. Um, I bought it and tried it and we were hooked. I was like, this is fantastic. Yeah. Why didn't I buy more? It's so good. It's a type of cheese that you can fry it. It's kind of like paneer. If you have, if you have ever had the Indian style cheese of paneer, yeah. uh, that it's like, it's very solid uh, and then you can fry it. So it gets a nice crisp, but it's very salty as opposed to um, paneer, which isn't. And then right. what my husband likes to do and that's how we eat it most regularly is make it like on a nice bagel or a nice piece of toast and with mm. fresh tomato and oregano and then the fried halloumi and make these halloumi sandwiches and it's like just an advanced version of a, a grilled cheese sandwich but it's like it, the it, oh, cheese yeah. grilled as opposed to the bread <laughs> it, it's a it's an elevated grilled cheese sandwich we'll put it that way yeah, yeah that's an elevated that's a good way it's it's so delicious, nice and salty, but some, some of the versions of it that I've eaten, they like, you need to put something like a tomato 
to balance out the saltiness with it. Some of right. it is so good, just fresh on its own, but some of it, yeah. it is like, it's so salty. It depends on where it's from. Like I know that there are uh, like some of the uh, Arabic places that make, um, make it, it's a lot more salty than it is from Cyprus. Oh, it really just depends on the brand though. Um, anyway, so I'm not using halloumi cheese today because you don't use that in, in a Greek salad, but no, Greek food has definitely become more of a staple in my life and in my, in yes. my repertoire of food. Um, things like the Greek salad, we have olives in my refrigerator all the time now. Uh, I don't like olives. Um, Neither do which, I. You know, which you I think know that neither of us <laughs> like olives. <laughs> Normally in a Greek salad, people would add olives. And so I don't, but that's because I don't like the flavor and it's too potent for me. So it like kind yeah. of, I wouldn't be able to enjoy the salad. So we always have uh, olives on the side. So my husband can enjoy the flavor and then we can also still eat it. Both of us. Yum. Yeah, I I would serve it with olives on the side too. Don't worry. When we go to Olive Garden, we always kind of like to go with other people because neither my husband or I, which I know Olive Garden is so not authentic really, but the salad that comes with it always has olives in it. Yeah. And every time we go, all that's left is the olives. We just intentionally pick all of it out and leave it there. You know, something that I learned is that like when we when we were younger, uh, some like, uh, we don't like a lot of food, right? Very picky. Like you, you would know because right. you've had kids, like yeah. you might even like be picky between which type of chicken finger is made, right? Like if you like <laughs> this true. brain or this yeah. one, it's because your sense of smell is so heightened. And as you grow older, it dulls down. Like we just, it's like mm. it, it ages just like the rest of us. So as you grow older and your taste buds, taste buds, excuse me, like developing, change because they change every seven years i think um you lose the sense of smell a little bit so then you can enjoy more flavors that you wouldn't enjoy that's why a lot of people as they're older start to like brussels sprouts or um olives or right. capers like onion i didn't i hated onion as a child but now i really really like it so it's it's because that's what i've learned now please everybody out, out there who's listening if you are at all informed in science that I'm missing, <laughs> please correct me. But that's what I heard. And Get I think back that's with us on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we just get a lot of Greek food, which is why we, we have a lot of lamb here. Um, and, mm. uh, like a lot of fresh pita and, uh, halloumi and Greek salad. That's a, a lot of, uh, what we are, what we're eating. So I've done all, I've done all the vegetables now. Um, when except for the onion, I have to cut the onion. I said in the last episode that I was going to cut the onion. <laughs> you did off, off camera, but the onion, red onion, doesn't seem to bother me the same way. Okay. And also, I forgot. That's funny. <laughs> and also, it's not that much red onion, so I think I'm going to be okay. I'll be able to survive okay. it. Okay. All right. We'll see. I, I even had time to do it, and I didn't. I was yes, like, you did. I'm gonna, I was like. I was like, oh, I'll cut it in half and at least then I'll get it in half. And then, and then I totally got distracted with my dog and um, I didn't cut the whole thing. So I'm, what I do with the onion, uh, I don't like it to be the same. This is a preference thing. Again, a lot of these things that we cook is about preference for our family yes. and yeah. 
um, what works best. And so like onion is very strong when you have it raw, red onion or white, whatever very it is. Strong. So it is, yeah. instead of making it little cube sizes that match the cucumber and the tomato and the red pepper, I make them in very thin slices, like small, like a, I, I cut probably, I take the half onion and I put like make make them really small like diced really, just basically really diced onions well Very that's a lot thin. easier yeah it's easier like, to pick them out if you don't want them like you can just avoid them then rather yeah. having like the little cubes that's a harder yeah. it's harder to get out and i like them just about the same length as a cube but thin so i don't make them a full cube i just make them a rectangle okay. a very thin rectangle okay. that's just my own yeah again just my own preference. preference. I think the, the ratio, ratio is good, but I like to make them really thin. And again, I do half as much, if not less than half, maybe a third amount uh, right. of onion. Because so, it's so, so one of the things that we are kind of talking about as we do this podcast are ways to kind of like step out of our comfort zone and try something kind of new and just, you know, really enjoy the experience. You know, good to the last bite. We want it we want it to be good and we want it to have a learning experience, but a lot of fun. So for you, it's really been, you know, learning how to make all of these more uh, Greek dishes and <laughs> refining those kind of flavors with your, thankfully your husband has some, a good palate and can tell you kind of how it goes. So that's, that's so awesome. Yeah. You know, a lot of the times, funny enough, when, when I'm trying new things, like new recipes or stuff like that. Or what'll happen is my husband will come and be like, Jen, I want you to make this. I'm thinking this flavor, this flavor, and this flavor together and go. <laughs> and it works. It seems to work. I'm a good sous chef for his ideas and inventions with the stuff. Oh my goodness. This is making me cry. Oh, it <laughs> is. You should have cut it. <laughs> I should have cut it ahead of time. Um, but like I said before, um, my my husband has a very um refined high palate. refined palate yeah. and he will let me know if i do things wrong um so that i can get better <laughs> at it i'll tell you the very first time i made my husband food we were still dating at the time and i was you know wanting to get a good impression that's a big deal right especially when you yeah. have a a a, gr a greek cypriot mother to impress oh um, those are that's a high standards and I was making him just a basic, I had just moved back from Italy. I hadn't, you know, like experienced this great culture of fresh, like pasta sauce and all this stuff. So I thought, oh, this will be so great. I'll make him like the pasta sauce, like pasta, like I know how to make this now. And, yeah. you know, a lot, of, a lot of things that like they recommend when you're making pasta, any kind of sauce is taking some of the pasta water and adding it in there to add a little Saving bit more it. flavor mm -hmm. that they call it like the magic water or something like that. Anyway, yeah. so I did that, but I didn't pay attention and I kept, I was like, oh, it needs a little more. It needs a little more. And I made the saltiest thing I could have ever made because oh, I took all the salty pasta yeah. water and, and didn't ah. add, consider that I just needed a little bit. And I was so nervous to make this food for him that I ruined it. And like my, oh, my head, no. like it was like, I remember both of us took the first bite and I was like, my head was like, this is never going to work. He's just going <laughs> to say no to me forever because I can't cook. Uh, well, he gave it, thankfully he gave me a second shot and look at us now, a few years later, we've been married for married, a year. Married, happy, so, have a dog. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was so, so embarrassing and funny. 
Uh, anyway, okay. I, <laughs> I've learned a lot about Greek food and I've really enjoyed it. And I've eaten a lot of delicious, delicious Greek food over the yeah. last like few years that I've known his family. And, um, I'm very happy about that. <laughs> very, very happy. So, um, if I can't make it, his mother can. So that's at least exactly. You can always ask and be like, how do you do this? <laughs> yeah what exactly. a great resource you have like that's wonderful oh, yeah. <laughs> I, i'm like i love my mother-in-law but i am kind of secretly wishing now that i had a, a <laughs> I, I, mother-in-law <laughs> so I could, you know glean that information no offense my mother-in-law i love you you know who you are <laughs> so um now i'm taking a, a nice portion of of the feta cheese and i'm just crumbling it right into the Greek salad. I don't chop it. The first time I made Greek salad for my husband, I chopped it. He's like, what are all these cubes of feta? Like just cut them, uh, just, just like crumble it. And so th that's why I say you can buy the crumbled cheese. I just find the saltiness of the, the one that's in the brine just more enjoyable. So that's what I do. So, you know, for everybody's information, the public service announcement here, you do not cube feta, you crumble <laughs> no. it. Crumble, yes, exactly. <laughs> you so crumble now, the feta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are little things that I learned, and um, just try to make it an again an equal ratio. That's a, it's really about yeah. the flavor being balanced, and so you want an equal ratio of feta to go along with the vegetable. So it's not it's not uh, it's like equal tomato to red pepper to cucumber to uh to, to feta sorry <laughs> sorry right. i was just, just ripping off a paper towel and it sounded very much like i farted so <laughs> i was like oh no we might have to edit that one out we'll we'll see no how no no goes. no it's okay that's so funny because i did it and i was like this sounds that sounds amazing that's so funny um anyway that's uh here's our learning experience guys what noises you can and can't make <laughs> on a podcast <laughs> yeah exactly oh that's so funny um so after i've added the feta i like to season my greek salad and so it's very oh, simple yes. yeah i add salt and pepper and oregano those are very basic i think and then we i was told just use italian salad dressing as the flavors because it has the, the flavors that you want when it comes to like a, a greek salad uh, it, it goes nicely. It adds to, nicely to the saltiness. Uh, sorry, the I will, sweetness, the balance, the saltiness. Yeah, I will say that um, the last time we talked about this and you had told me what you put in it, like it just blew my mind. And then I tried it and I don't, I don't know. Cause I had, I just happened to have a bottle of Italian dressing that we'd had in the refrigerator. And so when I made the Greek salad, I thought, oh, I'm going to add this like oregano and I'm going to add um, mint, right? That's the other. Yeah, that's the other ingredient is mint. Yeah. Yeah, mint. So I added it in there with you know, a little bit of salt and pepper. And oh, my goodness, it's so good. <laughs> I know. It's so good. See, one, one, one great thing is like, and Yvonne and I have talked about, we like, we both have this vision of being like self-sufficient. So this like gardening and uh, having like a yeah. homestead of some kind and canning and all of those things. Um, and one thing my mother-in-law does, my lovely mother-in-law is she grows a lot of mint. And so this is her mint that she grew in her garden and then just dries it. Love it. And that's so great. And then I just take like, it's, it's basically in big chunks of mint. So it has the big okay. stem in it still. And I just crumble it in there again. This is, you just try to 
go with the ratio that you think is best and you prefer, but it's nice to have big, yeah. like a, a good amount of it because the mint adds such a nice flavor. I and... think I initially, when I made it, I played it a little bit safe and I didn't put yeah. as much in. And then the next time I was like, heck yeah, <laughs> add some you, more. It's so you good. Because you think that it wouldn't taste good because mint, you know, mint more commonly to be a dessert based or like a refreshing yeah. flavor. It's not necessarily with savory food, but it's very common in, in Greek, Greek, at least mint the Cypriot food. Right. Mint is just not at like, really, I think mostly when I think of mint, I think of mint tea and yeah. like, that's just, I think more of my, uh, yeah. American viewpoint is that I've really exactly. only known it as like mint tea, not so much as with cooking, but I have used it with lamb before. Yeah. Um and it was delicious. So I'm learning all sorts of new things about mint and Yep. And and then that's the that's the I also when we make our mint burgers I put I put mint sorry, our lamb burgers, I put mint <laughs> in them as well. Mm, a mint burger, that would be <laughs> fresh mint in my lamb burgers anyway and that's basically it like i mix it up and then like i said my husband will eat olives with it i don't like olives so i don't oh, <laughs> but so question is it would it be normal to add croutons or is that an american thing too like not so much of a greek thing it's an american thing it's not it's not a greek salad that i know of thing it's more okay. of a like uh maybe if you had a like lettuce-based Greek salad as opposed to the village salad, there would be, yeah. you could add croutons, but nope, it's not what we, not what I've been told to add. <laughs> right, right. And I'm sure every, you know, every person has their own kind of interpretation, but this is your family and this is how you do but it. But also so. a lot of families, they'll eat Greek salad with a pita bread, right? So they'll have that fresh, mm. thin pita bread, not even the stuff that you might buy. There's two different types, right? There's like the bigger ones that are really thin. And then there's like a thicker kind of pita bread that's yes. more like the pocket yeah. that's a little smaller. They normally get the bigger ones that they can just take some of it and even like scoop some of the Greek salad in a bite with it. So you wouldn't you're want making me so with hungry. It. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm really right. glad. You wouldn't. No, and so that's basically that's basically it. And then this amount that I've made will last us probably the entire week. It really depends on how much we're craving for it. Uh, lately, yeah. I've also been making uh, baba ganoush, which is not Cypriot or Greek, but it's just a like Middle Eastern delicious right. side dish. So we'll have the baba ganoush Greek salad and some pita bread for a lunch with maybe some carrots or hard boiled egg. It's a very nice, well-balanced meal. And so Sounds fantastic. Oh God, so good. Um, maybe we'll make that sometime. And, but I, just yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's going to have to be on our little podcast list of meals that we have here. So and that's it. yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I am so Ugh, I wish I were there. I wish I wasn't in <laughs> Ohio. And <laughs> that's the big problem about so this. It's the big problem of this podcast is every time we cook is like but the other one's like, oh, I got to eat that. It's, I just got to eat it so badly. Yep. It's just so good. Oh my goodness. We, can't, we can't help it. It's so <laughs> she good. took a bite. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I'm so glad. Well, um, thank you so much for telling us about this yummy oh, Greek salad. Yeah. And um, Thank you all for listening. I hope that you would share and let other people know about our podcast and um, come back for more. Who knows? It might be Baba Ganoush next time. Or <laughs> yeah, you never know. You Look never forward know. To 
we look forward to whatever we make next. It's been, it's just so much fun to, to challenge ourselves to share these recipes and yeah. Yes. And we just hope fun. that you can run with it too and enjoy yeah. it and feed your family and enjoy it to the last bite. So thank you guys for coming and we'll chat with you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye.